It was a case of so near and yet so far this weekend for the Cuckoos, with a 1-0 defeat at home to promotion chasing Howe's Owen. Despite the uh, result, there was plenty of optimism and plenty to be positive about going forward. So as football decided yet again not to come home, uh, we'd already had our disappointment, our Saturday dose of disappointment, with Yaxley losing 1-0 to Hal Owen at 2J's Park. <laughs> I'm conflicted on this one, really. We'd said in the week before the game this was a free hit, potentially, um, which it was, I suppose, and um, we came so close to uh, to nailing that um, that first point um, of the campaign. And, you know, you watch the YouTube highlights and... You can see that, you know, Alfie Wren went close, um, you know, in their goal, there was an element of fortune with the ball bobbling around in the area before it got tucked home. And, you know, you look at that and think, fingers crossed, the, uh, the, the, the much um, the much needed and elusive win is, is, is coming. And I think where this season has certainly kicks us squarely in the groin is the fact that, you know, we would have looked at, at Tuesday night against Chase Town as, as an opportunity. And um, unfortunately for, you know, reasons of, of, of the weather, that, that game never happened and, and left us, um, you know, kind of chomping at the bit, hopefully, to get at Sutton Coalfield um, this weekend, brackets, weather permitting. Um, it's hard to know, you know, what new we can say after 18 defeats in a row. Um but, you know, the coach was on here, Fernie was on here a couple of weeks ago saying that he felt like the team was coming together and getting, you know, itself into, you know, the position where points might start to, to come. And I'm sure there were people out there that were sceptical and cynical and maybe wondered whether or not, you know, where the next point potentially would be coming from. Um, Still got to get them, of course. We've only still got one point in this season and a draw would double our tally. However, you know, we have to keep believing and we have to keep positive. And, and if he says that, you know, he's seeing signs and he's seeing positivity and things in training that, that would indicate that, then let's hope that, that that soon starts getting reflected on the pitch because, you know, it's crude, my stand ground level maths, but we're not that many games away um, from you know needing a snookers to uh, to to stay up or even get in the relegation you know playoff, um, so if there is going to be some sort of great escape and there is going to be another Christmas um, you know like last year, it needs to start on Saturday and and you know we need to beat certain certain Coalfield and you know ever since I've been doing this podcast. Obviously, my job as a podcaster is to talk up the games, talk up the clubs, talk up you know the expectation. I don't want this season to fizzle out to the point where we're relegated, and then when the pressure's off, we start doing what relegated teams do and winning games. You know, there's still stuff to battle for here. Least of all, pride. Least of all, you know, the village. And and we can sit here and we can say, as we do, you know, people in the village don't give a stuff about the cuckoos, and you know, maybe. Um, there's probably plenty more that do that don't actually go to games for whatever reason. And you'd need to ask them, not me that. But if anyone thinks that this isn't hurting, then you know, you're mad. You know, every single Saturday night, you know, I sit down and take it in and, and just you know, wish it was different. But the only way that it is going to be different is by hard work and, and battle. 
and there is still a chance. While there is still a chance, then we keep going. And even when if, if that day comes, and I reckon it could be as early as late February, if things don't go our way, even if that day comes, we've still got the rest of the season to battle out and play for. Uh, and we've talked contextually about, you know, whether now is the time to start preparing for, for life in the UCL or, you know, whatever. That's not for me to decide. I don't run the club. The people that run the club need to make sure that they've got that, you know, in their sights and sorted. Um, but, you know, there are plenty of positives that, that on the field that, that we can look at. And, and fingers crossed, the, the, the day is coming when, you know, Fernie gets what he deserves and, and that's a win. And you know, it's crazy, isn't it, when you get to the point where we're a week away from Christmas and, you know, we haven't had a win yet this season. But believe why not um it's all we've got i think the other thing that's that's starting to change is is off the field stuff is is starting to happen off the field we've talked historically and regularly um about the challenges of the core of volunteers you know your alfs your mix um you know god bless him jeff heathcote you know, people, Stan, Sandra, all these people that, that kind of, you know, took that promotion or, you know, the success of the club as, as their point to retire. And absolutely 0% criticism can go their way, of course. But it kind of left us in a, in a challenging position. And I don't think off the park we've ever really recovered from that. We're very fortunate in the fact that, that Simon Warby's come along and he's full of ideas, full of passion full of ways and full of desire to make the, the club better and absolutely he needs backing, you know, to the hilt. Um, <laughs> my view is it needs to be him and about nine other people to really make that difference and really get boots on the ground and people out and about in the village because, you know, there's one of him and however many tens of thousands of people in Yaxley. So that's why I was really excited to read the uh, updates in the local press that, you know, the MP Shailesh Vara had been and that the club had picked up on the pitching in volunteers um, process and started advertising some roles at the club like match day announcer and, and club secretary um, and things like that. So which is fantastic. <laughs> People need to, you know, get involved. I'm, uh, and I've been asked the question two or three times and, you know, actually my time's come and gone. My ideas for whatever, you know, whatever reason didn't get. 200 people through the gate like I desperately wanted or you know didn't okay the website won an award but it wasn't I wasn't able to sustain that I didn't have the you know the the, the longevity and, and I suppose longevity I've done my time like most people have at the club so you know it's time for someone else so that would be you know the reason why I'm happy to be an impartial observer the podcast is always going to be pro the club unless something really dramatic happens and, you know, as is whatever contribution, whatever help I can do um, in the time and, and with the headspace that I've got. But, you know, from my perspective, my days of wanting to run Yaxley FC are long gone. Um, it won't be me. Um, but if anyone thought I was good enough at any point, that's really good. Thank you. Very kind. <laughs> so where do we go from here? Um I think we need to hope that the volunteers come through. We need to hope that there's more new ideas, fresh ideas, people that want to put the club on the map for all the right reasons. 
there's a lot of, of, you know, talk in the village still about, you know, ownership and who's going to buy this and who's going to buy that. You know, the amount of times I've heard someone in the Three Horseshoes say that there's a millionaire who lived in Yaxley, who lives in Australia, and he wants to buy a football club in England and Yaxley. I think the way that Yaxley gets out of the predicament that they've got is hard work off the field, trying to generate the resources that can help Fernie on the field. And, and that's it. And that isn't going to come easy and, and it isn't going to come necessarily um, the the traditional you know channel of someone wealthy wanting to buy a football club. And, and it is difficult because everyone is feeling, you know, the pinch. And you can look at and, you know, judge people who do or, or, or aren't at games. And, you know, I'm a prime candidate, you know, and I accept all that criticism that comes my way about that. Having said that, it's not, it's not it's not cheap anymore to come from even from deeping to Yaxley. It's not cheap. It's not cheap to get in. I accept that. It's not you know it, it's not cheap then to it, all of those things, and they're not the club's fault. You know that's inflation is not down to Jeff and Malcolm, but it does become a factor in decisions that that people make on a Saturday afternoon about whether they do or don't go to the to the game, and you know all of us are at different stages in our life than we were even when the club got promoted. You know, I always thought it'd be easier when my kids got a bit older because I'd have more time to go. I've actually got less. They do more clubs, more things on a Saturday. They go to more parties. They've got more mates around than ever before, which requires my time. You know, that time will come back again. Maybe in five years' time, there were people at, uh, at the drive thinking, oh, God, I preferred it when he didn't come. You know, whatever, we'll have to see about that, I suppose. Um, but it's an interesting time. Um, and... It's a time that, that, that we need to get through and get through the other side of. <coughs> Excuse me. So, uh, looking forward rather than back and a long way in the forward, let's, let's talk about this weekend. Sutton Coldfield Town, mid-table side. It's an opportunity. Beat us on the opening day, but we were, we were competitive. Obviously, completely different side. Um, the exception of Fraser Garner. What is interesting is that Connor Peters was back at the weekend and the flow of goals slowed dramatically to, to what it has done at times this season. I'd like to think that, you know, the combination of him and Luke Hunnings, the tall heading away, the smaller, mobile, pacier centre-back could start to, you know, to become a settled back four if we can keep Connor. Um, then we, we we can start to to think about the other end of the pitch rather than just trying to, you know, focus on getting a nil-nil or... So for me, if we can keep that partnership going, midfield is of course a challenge. That's been a, a rotating door of players for a whole host of reasons that you know we know about. But again, set side. If Fernie can play more or less the same side week in week out, we've got a real chance. And and I, I'm never going to predict anything. I've been predicting weekend after weekend um, that that I felt like we were in with a shout and we were going to get this win. Um, so I'm not going to predict it anymore because I feel like I'm cursing us. But, you know, all I can say is good luck to the lads this weekend. And um, fingers crossed. Um, we'll be back um, with a pre-Christmas uh, special. Might even do a quiz. I haven't thought about that yet. But um, let's see. Let's see how the next week goes. So, uh, yeah, good luck. Uh, actually, for the weekend. Mm -hmm.